Are you a college student looking for better guidance on how to figure out your life after college? Maybe you are slowly looking at jobs or maybe you are finally getting around to editing your resume. Or maybe you are just getting anxiety awaiting for the question at the next big family dinner, what are you going to do after college? Yep, I've been there. That's why I created my career ebook guide to help guide you on the path to young adult life in your post-grad career. From custom resume templates, ways to improve your LinkedIn, cover letter examples, top interview questions, and so much more, it's all in my ebook guide, which you can find on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog/shop. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Friday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. As always, a Friday episode is a bonus one rather or just a extra goodie I add into for the week. And with this being the first month of the year and most of us having some sense of energy shift or at least a better sense of motivation for finding improvement in one's life, I thought I would share this into this month as well because today's topic is focused on my personal morning routine and my atomic habits, as you can tell from the title of this episode. And I will preface, and I said this in this episode as well, that I'm not necessarily a routine person and I'm sure there's some of you that are listening to this who might not be either. So that's why I wanted to dive into what my quote actual routine is because you will see it's not that structured and I'm not a firm believer that every successful person has to have a morning routine because I certainly have heard of people that do well in their own lives and they do not have a specific morning routine but I do think it is optimal to have some sort of ritual that you do each morning to pretty much tell your brain like okay it is time to go and time to set up for the day and so for me um, I certainly do have some of those small quirky rituals if you will and I just decided to share that on today's episode so again this is more of just me conversing with you, letting you know what I do, what I utilize, and hopefully you can apply some of those to your own life if you find that potentially helpful. So with that being said, we'll dive into this and I hope you enjoy. So on today's episode, I'm going to be diving into my morning routine and then also a few of what I would consider my atomic habits that I incorporate into my lifestyle. And I feel like, you know, people, even myself, I enjoy hearing what other people's morning routines are. Um, And I know a lot of you guys have share that you are curious what my morning routine is so I will break that down for you and then I I will also share why I have developed this routine. I do want to preface I am actually not a routine person though. I don't believe 
everything has to be that structured and then you have to wake up by a certain time but i do what i feel that is most optimal for me and what puts me at a really good headspace and just an ideal way for me to start the day where i feel the most refreshed so let's dive into it so I will dive into my wake up time. So it really varies between 5.30 and 6 a.m., which is, yes, I know, very early or at least on the earlier spectrum, but that is because primarily due to my workout routine. I will dive into that a little bit later in terms of that being an atomic habit, but in terms of when I choose to work out, 90% of the time it's in the morning. So... Sometimes I will work out by 6.30 or 7 and then there are one or two days during the week where I do wake up a little earlier, so around 5.30, to get to my workout by 6.15. So that could be Pilates, which is definitely one of the ones that I sometimes do really early because I will either go to a 6.15 a.m. class or 7.30 because those are the two earliest options and the place that I go to in LA only offers the 6.15 one on certain days so I don't get to keep it consistent but I usually choose to do the 6.15 one on a Wednesday and or Friday and I choose the Friday actually because I feel like I like to give myself a break on a Monday, especially because it's the start of the week and starting to get into the routine of things. So I don't want to push myself too overboard. So funny enough, I actually leave Monday as more of a catch-up workout and I try to just keep it more chill. And also because with my work, I have 8 a.m. meetings. So with the 8 a.m. meetings, I obviously want to be at home on time and just feeling refreshed. So I usually do a morning walk. And then other options I have as of now with the outdoor workout thing, I do boxing with a personal trainer usually once a week. And that is also in the morning at 6 a.m. very early. But it's, it's fun because I get to see other people in the L.A. area who are working out at the park at 6 a.m. and we all get to see the sunrise together so that's definitely very motivational and then the other option I usually opt for which is a shorter workout a 30 minute cardio workout so I will do jump rope booty bands and also I have this turf field that's near where I live so I typically do like the sprints I used to do in field hockey so pretty much I kind of just assume that the field or at least like the marked field is 100 meters, I think 100 meters, yes, 100 meters. So I just assume the length of a certain portion is like 25 yards or whatever. And I basically do like four sprints, so four 25 yard sprints and then, or maybe 50, I'm sorry, four 50 yard sprints and then I take a break, I do jump ropes, and then booty bands, and then do it again. So I pretty much do that twice, and that is um, my cardio workout, definitely uh, helps a lot, it's really um, refreshing, wakes me up, and I personally hate, I don't want to say I hate cardio because I love it, but I used to, I usually prefer soul cycle or uh, spin class, but that's not an option right now. 
But um, for me as well, if you're someone like me who you try to run long distance but doesn't work out, try doing this because this is essentially a HIIT workout, which is better for you for like cardio and, and losing weight if that's part of your goal. Um, that's certainly part of my goal right now. I'm trying to lose maybe another five pounds and it's not like I really, really need to, but I just think shredding just a little bit more would be super helpful. And so... I recently learned that I don't do so well running long distance, like two miles, because I get bored kind of easily. And when I do sprints instead, it stimulates my mind more. I don't know if that makes sense, but maybe there's some of you that relate to that. And if so, I would definitely recommend trying out some sort of jump roping or and or sprints on a field where you can take a break in between and stuff like that. So after my morning workout, I usually get back to my apartment around 7.15, 7.30, really, again, depends on what time I finished my workout at. And so after that, I usually shower, of course, and then I will also finish my green juice, which is usually celery juice or just a super green juice that I bought from Whole Foods. And then I will follow up with that on coffee because I just love the taste and smell of coffee and for me it just brings me joy making coffee so that's what I will do and then while I am catching up on my juices and coffee and letting my hair dry or just kind of finishing up from the shower I will simultaneously make my bed and then with that I am probably also listening to a podcast and some of the podcasts I typically listen to in the morning are The Tim Ferriss Show, The Skinny Confidential, The Jordan Harbinger Show, and lately I've been binge listening to, I think it's called like The Rich Dad Money Show or something. I forget the title of it, but it's with Robert Kiyosaki, who is the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, which I think think some people might not love that book or find the advice useful but for me personally I have found that book to be great regarding finances and being financially savvy so sometimes I like to stimulate my brain in the morning by listening to something that's going to help my future so finances are just kind of setting the tone for my mindset for the day and then after I finish making my bed, which usually takes about two to three minutes, I, or if I have time, I will move on to journal or brain dump. And I really recommend this. If you are someone that can feel stressed easily, or if you want to find an outlet to release your stress, I would highly recommend practicing with a journal. It doesn't have to be every day, which I know can be overwhelming for some of you who don't journal yet, but I use journaling just as a way to just let go of what's on my mind. So if I want to talk about a guy, I will write it down in my journal. Or if I want to talk about a recent situation that morning or the day before, I will write it down. And it's just a way to let it go and just let it out of your system without holding on to it for the rest of the day. So I would say I typically do this maybe three times a week and that is usually pulled more from the desire of wanting to let go of certain thoughts. And I know some people think you have to do a prompt or think of something interesting to write about, but for me, I would recommend just doing a brain dump. I think that in itself is really good. 
And then lastly, after this shower coffee juice scenario, if I have time as well, I will read a book again, focus on mindset. So lately, I have been rereading Atomic Habits by James Clear. I have also been reading Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday, which is a book that I continuously read. And right now, I wouldn't say it's every single day, but definitely such an easy one to read in the morning. It's all about Stoic philosophy, Stoicism, how to implement it into your day. And like I said, I started off in the morning because that's just how my mindset starts off and then now you're probably wondering okay so when you get to your work stuff (laughs) I personally try to start work and do my emails um the earliest by 9 9 30 again unless I have an 8 a.m conference call or some sort of meeting then I really try not to do work until after nine because You know, I, for me personally, like my job, there's definitely people that start work at eight and in normal times we do come into the office at eight, but I believe in efficiency, not so much as to putting your hours right on the dot. So I am more efficient if I start at nine or 9.30 and I have tested that out myself during this pandemic and during the lockdowns and working from home, obviously. So I just think I'm more optimal at that hour and I work at my own pace and I obviously deliver what is, you know, expected of me and since this works out, then I keep it as is. But yeah, sometimes it just really depends on the day. So I will even start at 10 if I feel like I need to, you know, get a longer workout in or if I woke up a little later that day, but I know that doing a walk in the morning is going to be the best for me, then yeah, I will work out seven to eight and then come home, shower, coffee, read, all of that. And then yeah, maybe I'll touch my computer towards like late 9.30, 10 o'clock. And again, I personally believe that's okay because you want to be in a fresh headspace when you start your day. And I think I have noticed the repercussions of putting myself in a position when I'm not mentally there and I'm not mentally ready. So I prioritize mental health. And for that reason, the work and the email things can wait until the later part of my day. So let's shift into my atomic habits. So I got this idea obviously from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, but the way I perceive atomic habits, I really think of them as just tiny habits that you build up over time that make a marginal difference in your everyday life. And so the first one for me is making my bed. Now I'm going to be transparent. It is not the most consistent. So for that reason, I think over a year ago, I set a rule that my bed has to be made five times out of seven days of the week. Not that I keep track of the days, but for me, I can mentally feel it now because if it is less, then I can feel my brain being scattered. It's just very intuitive and it's not because the bed wasn't made, but it's because it parlays over into other areas of my life. So when my my bed is messy, my room starts to get messy. And when my room starts to get messy, my apartment starts to get messy. And then when the whole apartment gets messy, then my brain gets messy because it's my living space. 
and I also work from home, so I need this to be in a good condition and great clean condition and so that is really impactful to me but uh, the few things I wrote down here about what I like about making my bed first and foremost it only takes two to three minutes let's be real secondly I find that it creates this sense of muscle memory and the sense of winning the first thing in the morning so I look at I look at it as a win because I feel like for me personally it is one of the mental hurdles despite it not being a difficult task but it's one of those things where I'm just like ugh I don't freaking feel like it so for me when I overcome that lesser self and I force myself to do what I had said I wanted to commit to do, it makes me feel like, yes, I won the morning already, right? Like I overcame the devil, if you will, in telling me, oh, don't make your bed, you'll be okay. So I take a look at that as a win, and that makes me feel very great. I don't know how else to put it, but just it changes your energy because you're like, boom, I got this, check, won. (laughs) Um, And then, kind of like what I said earlier, it keeps my room and my space clean, which it doesn't have to be because if it's not your preference, that's totally okay. But um, because I work from home as well, if I have a messy space, it just makes me feel very frazzled. It doesn't help me feel inspired. And that's why I love looking at interior design books and reading through it on my coffee table because it gets me so inspired seeing beautiful, clean spaces. And to me, I'm just like, oh, I wish that was my home. But then I remind myself, wait, you can you can actually make that your home if you just clean your space and redecorate and just make it feel very homey. So That's my thought process. And then lastly, of course, it makes your room and your apartment more visually appealing, which kind of aligns with my whole interior design thing because I'm very into interior design and I love looking at Instagram feeds and books and anything interior design architecture related. So it keeps me inspired and it keeps me feeling fresh and motivated each day. My next atomic habit revolves around working out, which I mentioned earlier, and the minimum I have to work out each week is five times a week, and I do not allow myself to miss that, so that means I have to prioritize that before anything and anyone, unless there's, of course, emergencies, right? But for example, if I have a 6.15 a.m. Pilates class on a Friday, that means I am telling myself, you are not going to allow yourself to go out and drink on a Thursday night because you have a Friday morning workout and you've only done four for the week and you're more likely not going to hit Saturday morning. (laughs) So might as well just get it done during the week. And so that's kind of my example of prioritizing it. And that also means too, it doesn't have to be an extremely intense workout to count. For example, I recently have given myself grace and I allow myself to do just a 30 minute walk rather than not doing anything at all because I would rather, I would rather 
do some sort of movement or some sort of workout than to assume a loss and do not do a workout at all, which based on the atomic habits and the book and the belief, when you're doing something that at least inches you towards your ultimate goal, so for me, it is being someone that's really active, really fit, looking toned, physically well, then by doing a 30-minute walk, it will still increase me on like if you're looking at a scale or a spectrum and you had to like level up right like a video game or something um you look at the scale and you see the percentage until you finish the level right so for me it's like doing the workout will at least still increase me by two percent let's just say but then if I don't do it that also makes me more at risk at a greater loss so if I miss the following day again that brings me down and backwards by 10 to 15 percent let's just say right these are all made up numbers but I'm just saying like even doing a basic 20 minute walk is better than not doing anything at all because it still puts you forward even if it's just a tiny bit but when you stay at home and you don't do anything and part of your goal or part of your minimum workout is five times a week you are going backwards automatically just by staying stagnant, if that makes sense. So that's my mentality about it. And I say I say this all the time, but if you are someone that is looking to incorporate a more active lifestyle in your life, I would highly recommend to start with a tiny number. That's kind of the point of Atomic Habits is that it's a small, small goal, very easy to attain, and then you build up. To be transparent, I've been working on this since like senior year of college. So it's been almost two years or yes, it's been like two years um, since I've been doing this minimum thing. And when I first started, I started at three times a week as a minimum because I was doing like three to four, but it was kind of inconsistent. So I said, okay, three is very practical, should be pretty easy to attain. And so I set it as like Monday Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday was the bonus or like Saturday was the bonus and that showed to me that I can hit three to four times a week consistently six weeks in a row. So if you again, if you're someone that goes once or twice a week, I would just start with one day a week. Even though that seems silly, trust me, if you try to go from zero to three, it's not going to make sense. So go one time a week, commit to a day, and then do it for 30 days, and then increase to two. Because you want to practice building the muscle memory of keeping your promises to yourself. My third atomic habit is keeping my apartment clean, which kind of parlays over from making my bed. But what I really mean by this is, one, vacuuming. And I actually use my Roomba, which is a robot vacuum. Some of you guys may have heard of it, but it pretty much just vacuums your home Uh, however long it needs and it just does it for you and you can just control it from an app it's really awesome I use it two times a week I make it very consistent so I do Wednesday and then Sunday because it's the middle of the week and then the beginning of the week and I feel like if I just keep that consistent it just keeps everything you know flowing fluctuating in the correct way and 
this mistake has happened before where the longer I wait, it piles up. And then again, same thing with working out. I will be going backwards 5% each day every time I let it pile up. So this happens to me all the time. That's why I make sure I keep it consistent on some sort of schedule to a degree. And I just make sure it's enjoyable and that um, I just have it in my calendar so that I just remember and keep it going. The very last atomic habit I have is cooking my own meals and I specifically choose Monday through Thursday and on Friday through Sunday it's optional. I can cook or I can eat out which I do typically eat out or just take home you know take out food or something which isn't too pricey because I usually get you know, it depends. Sometimes I'll get Chipotle or I will get this modern Vietnamese cuisine near me and I get their spring uh, chicken spring rolls and it's just so delicious and they're like seven bucks. So it's not too pricey in my opinion. Um, but the reason why I set this as a habit is because it helps with decision making. So I've already decided prematurely. So Every week when I go shopping for food, I know, all right, you are shopping for Monday through Thursday to cook, right? So breakfast, lunch, dinner, or whatever I need. And this helps kind of with the stress of things. Like, you know, for me, some I, previously, I would get really flustered with trying to decide, oh, do I want to get food to take out today? And I mean, sometimes I'll still do it, but... I think especially too, if I have a goal to be more financially savvy that month or for that quarter, then I will be more serious on myself saying, hey, you gotta cook tonight because you are trying to save some money. So with that being said, cooking does reduce additional costs, especially if you go out to dinner three times a week or two times a week and that probably like let's just say a meal costs you I don't know average $20 including a drink maybe if you live in LA or New York that's certainly not the case but just kind of speaking for the general here I'm gonna say 20 to $25 for one meal with a drink and so if you go for two times that's $50 and you times that by four that is $200 a month so that's my thought process when it comes to, okay, what do you need to do to save money? So that's exactly what I think of. But again, I do it primarily to keep it as a habit and also so I don't have to think about what I'm going to do that week or what I'm going to cook that week. When you make everything, or at least let me let me rephrase that, when you make the difficult decisions on the day-to-day life more automated, like what you're going to cook, for example, my dinner and lunch, or sometimes they swap, but I have a meal, it's my go-to, it's my meal prep meal as well, but I pretty much just make myself a bowl. I have rice, lettuce, cucumber, zucchini, red bell pepper, avocado, and then chicken. So for me, that's always my dinner Monday through Thursday, which sounds really boring, but let me just say, if you make it delicious and you just learn how to cook and you just learn how to adapt to it, it becomes a really good lifestyle. And again, I think for me, it's helpful because I am trying to stay more fit and trying to, again, tone up a bit. So all of that helps me towards my ultimate goal as a person 
through my character and just keeping up with the lifestyle that I commit to and I say that I'm about, you know. But yeah, that is pretty much the core atomic habits I have as well as my morning routine. And I do want to elaborate and say that I do believe that my morning and my daily routine as well as my atomic habits they obviously correlate with each other you can see that it really becomes a lifestyle it's not just a one-time thing but it's part of the lifestyle that I look for and part of the lifestyle I emulate and a very quick tangent on that too that is also part of how I look for friends I look for people that kind of have a similar lifestyle and have a similar desire to be in a certain place mentally, emotionally, physically. And I think that's how any of us can really find the right types of people to have in our lives because those people will push you to be better as well. And that is all I had for today's extra episode of the week. If you loved this episode or if you have been enjoying the podcast in general, you know how much it means to me. If you could take a quick second to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or just send me a DM on Instagram. Just let me know if and how this podcast has been impacting you, anything else you'd like to hear. And of course, just join the community at my podcast Instagram at what fulfills you pod. I hope you enjoy your weekend and I will talk to you all next week. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.